Welcome to Roadmap to the Executive Suite podcast, a place where we talk about accelerating your careers all tailored to the ambitious woman. We're here to have fun, feel empowered, and get actionable steps to get you closer to your dream job and salary, no matter where you are in your career. I'm your host, Claudia Miller, Latina career coach and corporate trainer who helps ambitious women get the jobs they want, all while getting them up to $100,000 in salary increases. I've been featured in Forbes, MSNBC, and Business Insider put me in their top global list of top innovative career coaches. I'm the creator of 90 Day Job Offer Program, where I teach career-driven women like you my proprietary strategy on how to land a job you love in less than 90 days, all while getting $30,000 to $100,000 in salary increases, no matter if you're just starting in your career or you're ready to pivot into the executive suite. My clients have been able to move to the next step in their careers, successfully pivot into new industries without having to take a pay cut and have broken into management without any prior experience. I'm coming to you with a new episode every week on Thursdays with mindset, job search, interview skills, and sound negotiation advice with actionable strategies you can implement today to help you get ahead in your career. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Hi, today I'm going to talk about the big question that I keep hearing is, can I lose a job offer by negotiating my salary? And I actually did a poll on my LinkedIn page. And the biggest fear that I've seen the job seekers at least said that they fear the most when it comes to negotiating their salary is that fear of that employer pulling back the offer. And I'm going to be realistic. There might be some companies that potentially may pull back the offer because you decided to negotiate. But what I have to share with you will be a little bit surprising. And I even have some analogies to kind of help you understand since we know that not all of us negotiate our salary often, let alone, you know, not every month, year, or even our entire lifetimes. I've had executives that never even negotiated their salary. But if you don't know me, my name is Claudia Miller, and I'm a career coach, and I help career-driven women in tech get fulfilling jobs in less than 90 days while getting paid what they deserve. On average, my clients get a 56% in salary increases, and that translates to anywhere between 30 and up to $120,000 in additional earned income. And my goal in the next year is to help cumulatively help women in tech increase their income by over a million dollars. So I'm here to help you land the job you want at a salary that's a fair market price. So to answer your question, can you lose a job offer by negotiating your salary? Maybe. There are some companies that I've heard that have taken back the offer because the employee or the candidate decided to negotiate. But for me, if a company were to pull back the offer, it's a red flag. Run away from that company as fast as possible. Because what's going to happen when you want to ask for a promotion? Are they going to fire you? What about when you ask to be compensated fairly when you found out your peers are making more money than you? They're probably going to threaten to fire you or just fire you at that point. What about when you go on maternity or paternity leave? Potentially fire you. What about when you decide to take PTO off that you worked so hard and you've earned? Are they going to fire you? I mean, for me, is it's a really good indicator to see how this company is going to react as far as their values and what their mentality is. If they pull back the offer because you decided to negotiate your salary, be grateful. Run away from that company as soon as possible because that is a red flag and that's a sign of a very toxic company. 
I've had clients come to me crying because they're miserable in their current job. They can't stand going into the office or working with that team or their manager another day. They've cried. They have been coming out of the hospital because they've been burnt out. They've been overworked. They haven't really spent time with their family. They feel like they miss out on so much. They're constantly working and stressed and have such anxiety. There are medications. And I've even had clients, by the time they come to me, ask me if it's okay for them to quit because they don't have another job lined up, but they just can't stand another day working at that company. So really bad, toxic companies. If you've never worked one in before, do exist. And I don't recommend it to anyone. And you know, obviously, if you're, you've been unemployed for such a long time and you're like, I just need the paycheck, I mean, at the end of the day, it's your decision and then make what's best for you and your family. But if you're able to you know, leave that company, if they were to pull back the offer and there's still options available, always negotiate your salary, please. Like I said, them pulling back the offer shows that they're a very toxic workplace and you don't want to be working there. Imagine not being able to take PTO off. Imagine being scared that you're going to be replaced because you go on maternity or paternity leave. What if you go on FMLA or God forbid, have a surgery that you can't able to work for the next few days or weeks? That might be the company that might replace you and you come back to no job or you've been demoted. So for me, is it's a really huge red flag for a company to do that. And a good analogy, and usually I'll backtrack a little bit. Usually the biggest fear is, well, I'm scared to negotiate because what if they pull back the offer? In my experience, I've never had a client that happened to. Now, it does happen, but it's very rare. Like it's a very small percentage of employers or companies that would actually pull back the offer because you negotiate. And I mean like a very small percentage. So you're risking on potentially increasing your pay by $10,000, $20,000 in a quick 10-minute call because of a very small percentage that they might pull back the offer, it just doesn't make sense. Another analogy to think about it is, imagine you have a rental property, you want to rent it out for $2,000 a month, you know, rent is crazy right now. So you're looking to rent this apartment for $2,000 a month. Are you not going to do a background check because potentially the person might not have a good background history, maybe a history of not paying their rent. Maybe they have a criminal record that involves, I don't know, arsony or something, or they lied about their credit score or whatever that is. You probably are thinking, well, if it comes back negative in a background check, then I probably won't even rent it out to this tenant. I don't want to risk a $2,000 rent mortgage that if they don't pay, I have to pay that out of pocket and I can't rent it out because they're squattering or something. So again, it's that fear of like, well, I don't want to do a background check because what if something negative does come from it? Well, if something negative comes from it, then you have a decision and probably pass that tenant and then go with someone else that has a healthier credit and able to pay for that rent or your home that you're renting out. Because otherwise you'll be the one stuck still paying the rent and not being able to rent it out to another tenant. So same analogy where don't negotiate because you're fear that they might pull back the offer when it's such a small percentage. But if they do, you just avoided a very toxic company. So that is my recommendation for you for negotiating your salary. And if you know me, yeah, you know, I'm a big advocate when it comes to always negotiating your salary. Always, always, always. 
even if it's a really great salary when you're like, this is amazing, this is above the market rate and it's the top range, there's benefits to negotiate. There are other opportunities and there's more money in the table that you can ask for when it comes to that job offer. And especially if you're a person of color or a woman, as we know, we don't get paid the dollar equivalent as well as our white male counterparts. So this is just a rough estimate. I don't have the exact numbers, but I know that usually women get paid around 82 cents on the dollar. But when it comes to African-American men, they get paid around 64 cents or 66 cents on the dollar. African-American women get paid around 64 cents on the dollar. Hispanic men get paid around 58 cents on the dollar. And a Hispanic woman gets paid 54 cents on the dollar. So this is why if you're a person of color or a woman, it is imperative that you negotiate your salary because we are already being underpaid. So we need to bake in that additional salary that we rightfully deserve, that we've worked so hard for it, that we went to school for it, that we've acquired all these skill sets. We need to get paid for it. And that is why you always need to negotiate your salary. More than likely, you're already being offered the mid or low range of that salary. And you want to negotiate to get you to the top range. And one of the things that I hear from my contacts and networks who are hiring managers, as well as clients and friends that are recruiters and executives, and even in my podcast, you know, where I've had in season one, I had a lot of executive CEO women coming into the show. They admitted that when they make an offer, they usually offer at a mid range of the salary because they anticipate that the candidate is going to negotiate. And that way they still have room within that budget to meet those salary demands because it is still within that range. So very unlikely do they offer you the higher end of that salary range. And because if they anticipate you negotiated, they still want to stay within budget. They don't want to have to go in, connect with HR and whoever manager they're reporting to and ask for an additional 10, 20K. They probably, their counterparts would have said, well, why don't you just offer them the mid-range? That way they negotiate it. You still stay within budget. So a lot of hiring managers and employers have to actually anticipate or expect you to negotiate. So that's why they don't give you the top range of that salary. So I went through a lot of reasons why. If they pull back the offer because you negotiate it, red flag, run away from that company, good riddance, and keep that in mind so you never go back and apply to that company. Two, you want to negotiate because as well as if you're a, like I said, a woman or a person of color, we're already being underpaid. So we need to ask for that difference in order for us to get paid fair market rates. And then three, we want to make sure that also lastly, if you're a manager, if you're in sales, if you do vendor contract negotiations, it is even more important for you to negotiate because if you're a good salesperson, you should be negotiating. If you do vendor contract negotiation, you should be good at negotiating. If you're a manager that manages people, you need to be the one good at negotiating and managing your team, whether it's negotiating their services, scope of work. So this is why you need to show them during the interview or when they're offering the job on you negotiating. And usually negotiations are very uncomfortable conversations, or for the most part, most people feel uncomfortable. But if you're able to have this conversation very eloquently, it shows that you are really good at your role. You will or are a good manager because you were able to negotiate for yourself. And now the company can trust you and negotiate on behalf of the company. If you're in sales, you negotiated a really great job in getting that 
salary you were asking for. And I felt compelled and you provided the value that aligned with that salary that now I know you're a really great salesperson because you negotiated that salary and made this process very easy and seamless for me as an employer. Now I can trust you to go on behalf and sell on behalf of our company because you're able to do this so well. If you're a contract negotiations or with vendors, you're telling me you didn't negotiate your salary, but yet your job is to do vendor contract negotiations. Now I'm a little bit hesitant whether you are a good fit for this role because you didn't even negotiate for yourself. If things get uncomfortable, are you just not going to negotiate and the company is going to lose a lot of money because you're comfortable with this conversation? So negotiating your salary is a really huge competence trigger. It's a really great opportunity to really showcase the skill sets you say you have in your resume or perhaps in the line of work that you've done. And it shows them an example. And if you're not sure how to negotiate, where to get started, never negotiated before, you made it this far, but now you want to negotiate your salary, feel free to connect with me and reach out. As you can see, you can apply or you can text me at that number or reach out to me and set up a complimentary career strategy call where I show you exactly how to identify what salary you should be asking for, how to identify really great companies you need to go into and companies that need to avoid so you don't even end up in this situation. The reason I said my clients don't deal with this situation is because we make sure we do a lot of research and upfront work and we only apply to the right companies that we know are a good fit for culture, career growth, and are in that cycle that's going to benefit us whether depending on the function of work that you do. So when it comes to this, we always filter out negative companies that will more likely pull back the offer in the research phase. So we don't even bother applying to those companies. That's why it's imperative to make sure that you don't go to a toxic workplace. You don't want to trade one bad company for another. You don't want to go. And if you've never worked at a really bad company, you don't want to start working at a very toxic workplace. Trust me. Or ask some of your friends and counterparts how horrible it is to work at a very toxic company. So if you need help with negotiation, like I said, I offer a complimentary career strategy call where we can discuss what you're looking for, how long and what you've been doing in your job search. So I can exactly do like a diagnostic call and tell you exactly where you need to help on, what you need to do in order to get you where you want to be. So let me know what questions you have around salary negotiation or it comes to job search. And of course, if we need help in landing that fulfilling job at a company that appreciates and values you while still getting paid what you deserve, sign up and connect with me and let's get on a complimentary career strategy call so we can figure it out and get you that job you want. All right. Thank you. And I'll see you next week. Did you know I have started a 100% free Facebook group dedicated to making job searching easy for career-driven women and help them master their interviewing, networking, and salary negotiation skills? And we're doing free weekly trainings covering everything from how to sell yourself to increasing your salary by 30% minimum. Plus, you'll be in there with a network of other ambitious women. So make sure to join us by texting us the word JOIN to 844-995-1523, and we'll see you there.